What's up, Cowboys Culture Podcast? Welcome to another Victory Monday, man. We're excited to be back with you guys. Uh, I'm doing another episode talking about some interesting stuff. Um, we uh, got a lot of stuff ready, so um, we'll get into it with our sponsor. 360 Roofing and Restoration, best roofing uh, company in the Metroplex, commercial and residential. Give them a shout. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we kind of wanted to get into really quickly some of the recent news, i.e. or mainly um, injuries. Um, Jacob, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, so far what I've heard coming out of the team from la- from this pe- uh, yesterday's game was that we, got, we have two injuries of note. Number one, we got Zach Martin. Um, they're saying he's got a bruised quad. They didn't really give it any timetable or level of severity on that. Uh, so we got to be having our fingers crossed on that one that he's ready to go because we're going to need him next week. Also, there's talking about Rico. They're saying um, he came out of the game yesterday with a hip injury. Um, I, they got him a um, X-ray. X-rays came back negative, so there's no. They're saying you know no fractures or anything like that. But uh, the last that I saw, they were waiting on some MRI results on that hip. So you know with with the hips. You know, those can be a little bit weird. You never really know. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily expect him unless it's super uh, minor. But overall, that's kind of what we have. Who for do you the, who do you bring in for that? You know, you, know, you bring do you bring Malik off the uh, off the the P squad or what? Yeah, you I know? think you I think you bring in Malik, or you're going to have to rely on Hunter a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know if Hunter. Well, yeah. I don't know I mean, if he's not ready. Yeah, he played. He played. He played, played fine. He scored. He has and, played really good. Not yeah. just this game, but anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm really wanting uh, Zach Martin. Zach has to play. He has to play, and I'm. I just want. Um, I finally have an, uh, a fully. When, uh, if our O line is playing out there completely, fully, everybody's out there. We have probably one of the best O lines in the NFL. It mm-hmm. is extremely good. Tyler Smith is unbelievable. You know, I, we need. We need Zach Martin out there for this. This is a huge game uh, yeah. coming up this week. But uh, just to kind of, hey, I mean, I just kind of want to hop into uh, what we thought about the Patriots yeah. game. Let's break. Let's. What's your takeaways? Let's break it down. Yeah, we played a game this week. Uh, you know, my, you know, my overall takeaway is uh, nothing. Didn't learn anything. We're the defense is still out of control. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Deron Bland showed best. Best. Yeah. Uh, you know, he just needed more than a day and a half. Yeah, Trayvon um, still sorely missed. Will always be sorely missed. Um, Bland um, sees sees no no issue with uh, just taking over there. But yeah. um, you know, I, I mean, I'm being serious when I say like I, I didn't learn a ton. You know, because we we do this thing where we're like, uh, what did we learn? Right. I learned that we're still the same team that destroyed the New York Giants. We're still the same team that destroyed the New York Jets. And now we're the team that has destroyed Bill Belichick worse than he has ever experienced in his NFL career. Um, yeah. So uh, what did I learn? I learned that, um, you know, again, not a ton. We, um, we're we still the best, in my opinion, we're still the best defense in the NFL. Um, I learned that the offense is still going to be fine. Yeah, Those red zone issues um, – you know, we we have a ton of, of theories as to why that's been. But if you're asking me what I learned, 
I haven't learned much because yeah. those still exist. So, um, so you're still worried about the red zone. Oh, I think uh, I think I I haven't been worried until now, and I wouldn't say I'm worried. But what I'll say is, is like, okay, it just keeps just for whatever yeah. reason it keeps happening, and it seems like each trip down there has its own story, right? Mm-hmm. There's not like this one thing you can point to and say like. Oh, it's it's because we have a we have a false start issue. It's uh, that's not the case. Yes. Oh, it's like it's we have a uh, we have a miscommunication issue. No, that that's just one of the things that happened. Yeah, it, it's something that happened. It's been happening a lot, and and it, it's it is an issue, but it doesn't seem like you can like you said like you can pinpoint any reason why it is happening. It almost seems kind of fluky because it our offense just destroys the team all for, you know, 80 yards or whatever, however much, you know, 70 yards. And then all of a sudden it's like we get into that 20 and it's like, I mean, we'll get on the one yard line. I mean, what, who was it? Ferg got us on the one yard line, that one play mm-hmm. or two yard line. Yeah, and, and we could, just couldn't, couldn't put, figure it first out. First and goal, you yeah. know, couldn't punch it in. Well, um, what I'll, you know, I'll just, I'll just kind of wrap up with this on my, on my little take of this week. Um, once again, we're told, Ah, yeah, this is good defense. This is mm-hmm. a this is a Dak defeating, you know, because Dak sucks. And this is a Dak defeating defense. This is a good defense. They can get after the pass rusher, and they did. They got to Dak. They got home a few times. Um, good defenses will do that. Doesn't matter what offensive lines uh, out there. Um, you know, it's so funny that after this game, it was. Uh, you know the Patriots are going through a situation where they don't know if uh, if Mac is is the future and everything. It's like, well, the, for three years they've told me he was. Well, they and they, <laughs> they haven't said that the past two weeks. The past two week, the past three weeks, they've been talking about. You know, go watch it for the first game versus the Eagles. He almost beat them. Bill's talking. Uh, Bill said. Bill Belichick said uh, after the game. He he's like, hey, I mean, it's it was a blowout. You you, yeah. you sit the guy. What are you talking about? Exactly. He's he's my starter. Anything to not give us credit. Right. So um, as to where Belichick actually, I feel like in a roundabout way, I don't think he was directly giving the Cowboys credit, but I think in a roundabout way, he was like, we're getting our butts stomped. I'm not leaving him out there. I need him. Yeah. You know? The and uh, yeah. So I, I guess I'll I'll just kind of talk about really quickly because. Um, we got some more important things to talk about, I think, than this game that kind of, like Steven said, didn't really show a bunch. It uh, it showed us uh, – I've heard a lot of talks like, oh, game four and game five, that's – week four and week five, that's when you learn what a team really is. Well, I've learned that we are the team that destroyed two teams in a row because we did it again this week. Um, three games, we've dominated three teams that have insane defenses that are Dak defeating, and uh, Dak overcame that adversary, adversity – and didn't make any mistakes and blew out teams more better than worse than any other team has blown out any team this season, um, and Bill Check Bill Belichick ever. And I think that's a huge statement. And I think that our defense is getting back into shape after not having one of their best players on their defense for longer than a day and a half. So and maybe one full practice, if that. So um, yeah. I think. I think we're still that that same Dallas defense and same Dallas uh, team that we saw week one and week two. So E, what did so you're like me, right? You're you're saying like uh, I I learned that we're still a pretty incredible yeah. football team. Yeah. And and what I want, uh, what I know, I've learned for certain is that in rest assured, Cowboys Nation, other people are feeling your pain. The goal line will be moved every single game if we win. If we win, the team wasn't that good. 
their coach sucks, the, the quarterback sucks, somebody sucks, everybody else sucks except for the Cowboys being good. The Cowboys will never be good. The Cowboys will always be beating bad teams, uh, even though we stomped teams that gave you know Jalen Hurts and, and even the Niners a run for their money. So, um, Yeah, just, just, just real quick, if you guys don't mind, just really fast, uh, just looking at the Patriots' uh, season thus far, um, they lose by five to the Eagles. We all saw that first game. I remember we we ended up watching that second half together, mm-hmm. wherever we were. But um, but but yeah, they they the the Eagles kind of luck out in that one. The the Eagles will do that. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, the Dolphins, who you know is two weeks off of hanging seventy on somebody. New England gave them a run for their money, twenty four seventeen loss. Uh, they go and beat the Jets, who on Sunday night football, which is last night against Kansas City, played a heck of a game. Turns out Zach Wilson can play. Um, the defense is still very good. The defense showed out in their game against the Patriots, um, but uh, the Patriots did squeak by by five, five to five, fifteen to ten, and then of course, just an unmerciful beatdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just to piggyback off that, and then Jacob, I'll, I'll let you lose, Jacob, but. Uh, uh, the Eagles are supposed to be better than we are. Uh, they barely beat them by five. Uh, the Dolphins are supposed to be the best team in the NFL because they won 70-20, to 20, which is awesome, but it's the Broncos. Again, I'll move the goalpost for you all if you guys want to move it for us. Uh, it's the Broncos. Uh, but you guys beat them 24-17, to 17, all uh, touchdown or less. And then they beat the Jets 15-10, to 10, and we annihilated them and the Jets. So uh, if you want to move the goalpost, uh, move it for the Eagles because they barely scraped by and we destroyed them. They put 20 points on y'all. Dolphins, you put 17. You only put 24 with that high-powered offense. So, uh, yeah. So, Jacob, anything? No, yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see what you guys are saying in the sense of, we we didn't learn too much um because what we're seeing is is a consistent is consistent with what we saw in game 1 and game 2 so i understand that but from from my perspective i feel like i did learn some things because from game 2 we lost Trayvon which is a major piece of our defense and as you guys know, I was skeptical. What's this defense going to look like? I don't know if this defense is ever going to be anything close to what it was. If we're ever going to see those just like they couldn't even get in the red zone performances without a guy like Trayvon. Because I felt that he was so pivotal to the to the defensive scheme, and, and he was. And then when we come out to, the, to, um, to Arizona the very next game and that happens – I, to me, it kind of just reinforced that that fear that I had, right? But to see us go out there, to see Bland have the game that he did, and to see Dan Quinn's scheme, the way he adjusted to what happened um, in 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 the Cardinals game, the way that we held, the way the way that he just utterly just shut down their run game after the whole media couldn't stop talking about the Cowboys' run defense for the entire week after the Arizona after the Arizona game, to me. I guess we didn't we didn't learn anything in a sense of we we knew Dan Quinn can adjust. We knew he's just a monster. But to see him adjust without a key piece like like Diggs. This is something we haven't se- we've ne- we haven't seen a def- our defense um play this well without a key person like Diggs in there. So I learned a lot about our defense and Bland and our young guys ability to step up. Step up he did. Yeah. yeah he and did. and I think, you know, we also I I I think learned something in a sense that Two weeks in a or not two weeks in a row, but two times this season, we've gone against 
you know, we've the, the the Mike McCarthy play calling has been criticized and questioned, and like you know, it, it was a big thing coming into this season. But we just went up against one of the best coaches of all time, a team that if you remember the last time we played them, we went into overtime because our offense it was it was. CD wave goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard for us to get things together against Bill Belichick because of just how dominant and how smart he is as a defensive mind. But we went out there and had no. What 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 I learned is it doesn't it doesn't just have to be a Giants or you know a, a, a depleted or bad defense for us to move the ball down the field. I learned that Dak with Mike McCarthy calling plays can move the ball against a premier defense in the Jets. And a premier coach in in uh, Bill Belichick. Now, I'm kind of with Steven. Did we still see some problems in the red zone? Sure, but I'm not really. I'm still not that. Cons- I'm still not worried. I'm concerned, not worried, because I do. I do think that you know it's literally like Schoonmaker ca- makes a catch. That's a touchdown in the red zone. If if Dak and, and Pollard are on the same page, we have a clear touchdown. I, I don't think I, – I think it's as simple as cleaning up a couple things and, it, and, and, it, and it's fine. So I'm not – what I'm most concerned about – what I was most concerned about the, with the offense coming into this year is are we going to see those games where we just cannot get a first down to save our life? And we're not seeing that. And we're not That's seeing that That's what against, we used to see. Exactly. We're not seeing that against even the best coaches, the best defenses, the best defensive minds in the yeah, league. Yeah, we walk we walk down the field. Can, can We've I done you? that multiple. Well, and times. and I will say one more thing. What we learned even more, in my opinion, was because after the Arizona Cardinals game, there was that big question: Are, are the Cowboys going to be the same without Trayvon Diggs? Are the Cowboys exposed? Like, did people figure out the formula to beating the Cowboys? And and the first two games were, were the first two games a fluke, or was Arizona the fluke? Mm-hmm. We didn't know that, and I think that. I think that the the Patriots game was a good test against a good coach to give us that answer. And the fact that we literally respond by having a record-setting dominance of, a, of, of the Patriots, I think that, to me, I learned the Cardinals game was the fluke. The game one, game two, and game four are who we really are. Yeah. And so I was really That's excited good. after seeing That's that good. game. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, definitely the Cardinals game was the fluke. And as you, you know, as you kind of relax off that Cardinals game, which games like yesterday will help you do, um, you kind of take a look at that week and you look at like, I really do think we were seeing, especially in that Cardinals first half, and I don't want to, you know, recap that game or whatever, but I, I, I really do think what we were witnessing without really knowing for sure was, man, these guys lost a brother, you know, what, 48 yeah, hours before this happens. Then they have to go get on a plane, get on the road, go out to the, to the desert, yeah. uh, a game that everybody's telling them they can win in their sleep. And they just I, – I really think we witnessed them just they, – they were there, but they weren't there, you know. Um, we've seen how close this team is, you know, especially mm-hmm. the integral parts of it. Micah Parsons shows up in Trayvon Diggs' T-shirts, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Dak and, and Trayvon with the with the yak and a, a training camp that gets all the media attention, but that's really that's big brother and little brother play out there. You know, this this team, um, you know, we we've seen it. Those of us that call that followed the team closely, we've seen that. You know that that was that was them losing. You know, a, 
I don't want to be all weird about it. Is you know they lost a piece of their heart, and then they had to go jump on a on a plane and go yeah. go yeah. play a game. And exactly. I don't think any of them were there for yeah. that. So exactly. the so you're I think you're you're right, Jacob. That uh, weeks one, two, and four, you know that's who the Cowboys are. Line mm-hmm. up anybody in front of us, especially line up anybody in front of that defense, and uh, it's hell to pay. So um, I, I do agree with that. I also, you know, just just not to get hung up on the red zone thing, I, I think both of you guys are saying that, uh, you know, we're not, not terrified of that situation. Um, but it's, you know, as you're naming those off just now, Jake, you were naming off like, you know, ah, if it wasn't for the, for the schoonmaker drop, if it wasn't for the miscommunication between Pollard and Dak, and then, you know, backtracking to, to Arizona, if none of those happen in the red zone, we, we accidentally win. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it, and it's a mixture of things, I think, which is the good news is, is it's a mixture of things that keep happening down there. The Jets game, it was a bunch of false starts. Um, you know, the Giants game's a little bit of a pass because it's like, you just didn't have to score in that game, even though we did over and over and over. But, um, you know, the, the good news about the red zone is, is again, it's not, it's not this one thing that we have issues with. It's not the offensive line gets down there and keeps jumping. It's not Dak is is buckling down there, and it's not that the running game doesn't work because we even saw yesterday that the third-string running back can, can score in the red zone. So that's the good news. The bad news is is that we're four weeks in, and whatever these reasons are, these accumulations of reasons, they keep happening, all yeah. right? And – unfortunately we're about to face a team where we're going to have to go down there and score and uh you know as transition as we (laughs) right and and hey let's let's use that to segment away (laughs) um as we move away from the systematic uh absolute destruction of the new england patriots uh, like that was um you know we'll we'll say a prayer for them um looking ahead man this is uh there's this is the this is the premier game of the NFC. It's so funny because maybe before Rodgers got hurt it was the AFC uh you know the the, the Cowboys Jets game uh was being billed early in the year in the year, er, in the off season late in the off season as this could be a Super Bowl um a preview, you know. Mm-hmm. God help them if they find their way to the Super Bowl but uh but um so it ended up not being that. But now here we are to one that's being billed, the two heavyweights of the NFC. Um, shout out, Eagles. But um, the two heavyweights of the NFC, and rightfully so, I think I think anybody in their right mind would say these are the two heavyweights and yeah. these uh, the, the team in green is um, kind of on the outskirts of that, even yeah. though they sit 4-0 at the top of the division. Yeah. They, so, you, you guys have just scraped by by the hairs of your chinny-chin-chin. Yeah, and, and, and their their reckoning's coming. They're, oh they're about to be you reminded guys, who they are. You guys might go 9-8, and eight, to be honest. I mean, you, you could lose like eight games back-to-back back once you guys lose to Washington. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, so um, and they got to play us twice, yeah. losing a Dak. That's a Philly thing. Yeah. But uh, – <laughs> <but, laughs> uh, uh, Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, let's yeah, go ahead, Ed. Let's jump in. I mean, this weekend, all right. This, this is going to be this is going to be huge. huge on telling us who we are. I'm of the I'm of the belief. If you're Dallas, you don't just have to win this game. This isn't just. I know us as fans is like we're tired of this, and this is the team that can finally just get past these guys. But I also am of the strong belief that we're. It's not on the schedule. 
But I think we're playing San Francisco twice this year, um, and the next one's going to matter the most. Mm. Um, but I, I, I do look forward to see how we're going to compare here, and I do look forward to see how our defense is going to play against them. Now, now, but what does your heart say? Both of y'all. What does y'all's heart say? Yeah. We so, go to San Francisco next week. What does your heart say? Does your heart say, oh, man, I, you know, we just never beat the Niners. I don't know if mm-hmm. we can do it. Or does it say, you know what, the fact that we have not beat the Niners these last two years when it mattered most, we're going to go in there, we're going to play a complete game, and we're going to kick their tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, um, you know, what does my heart say? So my heart says I'm a Cowboys fan for many, 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 many years. Um. Anytime we get one of these regular season billings, like I'll go back to, I think it was 2007 or something, us versus the Patriots. In the, you know, this is a Super Bowl preview. Uh, Romo T.O. versus, I think it was like Brady, Randy Moss type stuff. Um, for whatever reason, we just never perform in those games. Uh, not, not like you would like. But um, so my heart tells me, after watching weeks one, two, and four this year, that we're going to be in this game, but we're going to be in this game. Mm-hmm. My, my my heart keeps telling me this is not the one you win, and that that's that's really frustrating. After you, you know, probably to you after you watch a game like yesterday, and and you say, why would you possibly think that? And there's a series of things, and we can point to individual players and everything as to why I'm nervous about this game. We can talk about the red zone all day long for the rest of our lives, uh, like the national media is going to do. So, um, Dan mm-hmm. Quinn, Dan Quinn can beat this guy, right? Yeah. This, I mean, this Shanahan guy. Yeah. Um, there's really only he, one guy, but he just he just right, <laughs> but but he it just keeps not happening for us offensively. And had we had looked better offensively this week, and I know, I, listen, I know Dak was sharp. I know he spread the ball out. I know everybody got a piece. But when it came down to, and it, this is something I've talked about many times, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to harp on it, but it, when it comes down to just, just freaking do it, you know, it just kind of doesn't happen for us. So um, on the, the, Dak, the Dak Prescott situation, like just put the hammer down. And be the best guy on the field right now. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he never kind of crosses that line. Now he'll he'll stat you to death. And I'm a Dak apologist and a Dak lover, and I, I'll defend Dak till the day I die. Um, the this red zone situation is a cosmicosm of Dak and his career. It's like just shut everyone up now. You know, be great. Mm. Shut them up punch it in take over take over uh, we don't really get that so i, I think I, I think that you're seeing it in a different light though is my thing like you're seeing Dak taking over in a different light you're seeing Dak shut up the haters and it shut up the doubters in a different light you're seeing that in no turnovers no picks per, pretty much perfect gameplay every single game you Fair know enough. it's yeah. just the yeah. only part that we just it whatever it is you know i was talking to you guys about this earlier is last year and the year before last i my mind going from defense to offense was gosh what's kellen moore gonna do man what <laughs> what 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 play calling are we gonna get and we're gonna go three and out and we're gonna have to send our defense back out there and i, I felt like i i have like a good realization of this 
when I talk about why our run defense was so bad last season was because when you are going three and out constantly and your defense is getting back out on the field, the other team has a chance to run more. Fair. And, yeah. and, and, and that you know runs your defense down, and then your offense has to play from behind. Well, now we're playing it in a sense of let's destroy a team how we are getting destroyed and demoralize there and let Dak general you know be the general of the field and just tear this defense to shreds and keep them out there for um um uh, you know eight minutes you know yeah. seven minute drive you forgot we had an offense at times yeah and, and yeah and then you forget that th- that you have an offense and then you get ahead that's our that's our point it's not that oh c- can the cowboys no we're pl- like i've seen i've heard people talk about can the cowboys um win a game when when the team is running all on them and and holding on to the ball and keeping their defense out there no because we we do that now our offense is different now we we play and not a oh run run explosive play run run explosive play we play you know medium play here medium play there run play here you know short pass there screen play there it's so much tiresome you know it's tiresome play for the defense that when our you know when our when our defense gets out there we can shut down their run and give them a three and out. Yeah, and 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 I love that. I I love us playing that way. I love that Brandon Cooks is out there going like, "You guys know that I play here." Yeah. Like I I I I appreciate that play style. I think I think what I'm talking about is is a very small piece of what this offense is, and it and it requires Dak to just simply it it has nothing to do with Mike. It's never had anything to do with Mike. And it has nothing to do with blunders between Pollard and Dak. And it has nothing to do with it. What it has to do with is this kind of this kind of gear, this kind of I want it more type thing that that a lot of quarterbacks have. And I believe that Jack Dak possesses this gene as well. We just whatever reason we just hadn't seen it and i think the red zone is an op is is the best opportunity for for a quarterback to showcase this gene um and and we just haven't done it however i do accept and i do appreciate you pointing out to me hey we are seeing top of the line dak we are seeing the no turnover dak we are seeing the just piecing you apart and there's nothing you can do about it dak prescott and um and, and you are right. We we may not be seeing it in these electrifying moments that put us in awe, but we are seeing it snap after snap. And I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Jacob, kind of just yeah. kind of you know, get, give what you think about you know it, you know the what does up. your heart say about this game? Yeah. So my heart says you know, I know what we are at this. I think four games into the season, when, when I look at where we are, um, I, I know who, like I said, I, I know who we are. We are as good as anybody in the league, if not the best. I also know when we talk about, like, you know, the big three, like we all the all the media outlets want to talk about us, the Eagles, the Cowboys. What we've seen from the Eagles is they're not, they're not quite where they would like to be. They're not quite in that, in that top they, area. They're, they're a Patriots-level team. So I would say slightly better, but I, let me I, tell you, if you're if you're on a national show and you're sitting around making, you're trying to you're trying to come up with content on how to convince people that the freaking Philadelphia Eagles are are still this 
team from last year and maybe even better. You you have the hardest job in America, they're, and kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're struggling, and everybody knows it, and we've learned that after four weeks. But what we've also learned, so we've learned that we are, like I said, one of the best teams, if not the best in the league. But we've also learned that the, that the, who the 49ers are. And I think from, my, from what I've seen, I think that they're the only team that has shown to be in our, in our league so far this season. Um, out of, you know, maybe the, the Bills have looked really good, um, so maybe them. But out in, in the NFC, and I think this truly I, – I, personally, I just – with how good they have looked – I don't see this being – I don't see how this can be a just dominant performance like we saw versus um, like the Patriots or the um, Jets or anything like that because of how good they have looked. And also, I think that neither one of us has played a team even close to as talented as the other team is, right? Yeah. They haven't played a defense even close to ours. We haven't played a defense close to there. Well, I don't know. The, the Jets' defense is pretty good. Not only but have we they, haven't, but we haven't played an offense. Yeah, but my, that's even close. Just to, to your point, is. we they haven't played a defense as good as ours, but they haven't. Also, they also have. Yeah, they haven't played an offense as good as ours. They've played the 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 Steelers, the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Rams. The only mm-hmm. the only good quarterback duo and wide receiver duo that they've played is Puka Nakua, who's a rookie. Yeah. and Matthew Stafford. But, yeah, but let's but I'm just saying the way I see it is we've seen us play four average teams and with the exception of one fluke game dominate. We've seen them play four around average teams and dominate, right? And so now you're come we're coming in against a team I, I will say I will say they the Rams. I will say they've played I'll let's let's say this. They've played two average teams and two pretty bad teams yeah so maybe you maybe you give us the advantage on maybe we have played some harder teams and done better but i'm just saying i i don't see like a huge talent gap between us i think that they maybe we're slightly better but i think that they're pretty close and so for that i do think it's going to be close but agree i do think and, and i know we're not getting into predictions right now i I think we might see some different things, and I'll talk about this when I get to my prediction. But the, what, my, what my heart tells me, especially if I look at previous years, is that this is two of the best teams in the league coming together. I think it's going to be an all-out battle to the end. I could see it being low-scoring. I mean, both times we've played them, it's been low-scoring. And so I could see this being a low-scoring game and a battle to the end, and I'll get to my prediction later. That's that's what my heart tells me. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I just I, I want to just say that I, I agree with that. I, 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 man, as a Cowboys fan and someone who's been a Cowboys fan for a long time, I, I'm. <laughs> it's been a long time since, since, like, you know, like, hey, this is clearly the premier, mm-hmm. premier uh, game in the NFL. Um, this, the the NFL world feels like they're going to learn something from this game yeah. um, outside of the lyrics to Cruel Summer. So, like, the, the you know, the the NFL as a whole is sitting on the edge of their seat saying it's finally Cowboys Niners. We're finally going to learn who the best team in the NFC is, even though we have to continue the narrative that Jalen Hurts is great and the, and the Philadelphia Eagles are great because that's what we get paid to do. But – um, and, you know, and no matter what happens, uh, you know, if we do go out there and dominate, um, they'll they'll 
tell us why. Yeah, but you still got the Eagles. You know, like they'll 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 play. They'll move the goalpost, yeah. if you will. I, yeah. But well, I just I'll, I'll just finish this thought. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm just excited that that the Cowboys are back to the caliper of play. Yeah. And the dominating caliber of play to where we're we're in that conversation of like these these two teams right here we're going to find out a lot about how the NFL itself is going to play out because these two guys are playing so yeah. i'm just i'm just excited that we're on that level well, and, and you know and i i'll start off with my um predictions cuz we've already kind of talked about it yeah. and then i'll critique y'all's uh, and why sure. i think that uh <laughs> we're idiots. Why, why i think you're you guys are cuz steven already predicts that we're going to lose so um, I think he said that we could lose, and in my opinion, here's my thing: we could lose. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> my break, my breakdown is this: you know, can we come out and just get stunned like we had, like you know, last year? I remember going into the game in, in the divisional round, and I thought, oh, we're gonna win because last season we lost, yeah. and they got Brock Purdy now, and he's not, you know, he's a rookie; he's only played a, f- a few games, and you know, we're gonna stun them with our defense. And we were stunned because undefeated in the regular season, Brock Purdy. Yeah, we were <laughs> stunned. We were stunned by them in the in you know in the playoffs. And I have my own theories, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And I'm going to and it's also a transition onto why I think we will win. Let me tell you why. Even even how stupid some of the 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 sports analysts are who talk about the Cowboys and why we're going to lose to the Niners, they will say. If you remember, the reason why we'll lose to the Niners is because Dak loves to turn over the ball. Why did we lose the Niners game? Because Dak turns over the ball. What is Dak not doing in these dominating performances against salt? Not not bad defenses. These are top ten defenses in the NFL. And you know now we're going to play the Niners, so it's not like we're going from playing, um, you know, you know defenses that are just terrible. You know, like the like maybe the Vikings or. Um, well, actually, the Vikings defense are playing fine. Actually, but. E, 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 let me let me help your case. You, the the answer is he's not turning the ball over, and then to further that point, he's not even throwing incompletions. Yeah, no, <laughs> he he's not sure. making mistakes. So, and it, again, it's not like he's playing bad defenses. Let, again, let's not move the goalpost on these teams. These teams are putting up our average teams, but with but. You know, the only reason they're average is because of their offenses. They're really good defensively, and they they are able to like. I I was honestly fully ready to see a closer game than what I saw yesterday because of what happened against the Cardinals, but because Belichick and even Robert Sala and even uh, Dayball they they keep games close no great, matter who you play. Great defensive minds. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, great great defenses. But we just were be- we are better than them and we're the best team in the NFL yeah. and we're so dominant as a team that we can do those things and you can't. So, when it comes to playing the the Niners this week, my prediction is that we'll win by at least 10 points or more, okay? And I'll explain why. Because what I saw, you know, you can talk about how great Christian McCaffrey is and how, you know, th- their defense is not the staple of their team anymore. It is Christian McCaffrey is the staple of that uh, of that team. Brock yeah. Purdy's not the staple. Debo Samuel's in the past time. Brandon Ayuk is only showing flashes because Christian McCaffrey's playing so well and the passing game has opened up. Like, their defense is pretty much like – um, Fred Warner and a bag of chips, you know, yeah, he's, pretty much. He and now, now he's he's exceptional, um, and there and, and it's kind of, you know I mean, look Bosa. What can be said about him is is like, first of all, he, he never gets home. 
And I'm not, I'm not going to take this time to talk about this guy because he's really kind of not really worth talking no. about. But, but he never, he, he never Joe gets home. It. Yeah, he never. Yeah, he's like he got the, the money and dip. Yeah, he's like the defense of Joe Burrow. But like he never gets home. Um, he, I, I think he got, I think he got a sack like two weeks ago for the first time in like eight games. So like he, he never gets in. He all the quarterback has to do is roll out the opposite way. Um, you yeah, know, they, he's he's not a disruptor, and everybody says he is. He just hasn't proven to be that. And here, here's so here's my thing. So just to get back on, I agree. But just to get back on track to what Fred I was saying. Fred Warner, shout out to your friend. Yeah, Fred Warner's great. Um, and Hafunga can show up, you know, and make these weird. It's almost like Fred Warner will always tip the ball up that's getting passed to that a tight end, true. and somehow Hufunga's back there to catch the the tip ball, <laughs> yeah. and now they're both incredible. But it, se- it seems like it happens like every play, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it, it it doesn't, and uh, it won't. So, um, you know, if you're asking me, you know, that the reason why we lost last season was not because our defense couldn't shut down their offense, because their offense wasn't the staple of it of their team last season. But you had all the same parts. You yeah. had the same O line. You had the same running back and you had the same um wide receivers and you had the same tight end but you know as great as christian mccaffrey was last season even and is this season completely a zero factor Mm -hmm. so what have we not seen from the nine against the niners you have not seen some team take away him from the equation Okay, but it was a double it was a double edged sword because not only did we last season did we take Christian because it's not you can't say, oh, they can't do it. I've seen it happen. And it's not only just in a divisional in a a regular season game. It was a high stakes game. You know, if you want to talk about Dak disappearing in high stakes game, Christian McCaffrey freaking. um, Yeah, they called Dan Dan Quinn Houdini then. Okay, so he'll make you disappear. They put that game on Kittle. They put that game downfield. Yeah, Yeah, McCaffrey was a factor And which it shouldn't have been. And and you see what happened to their offense is quite like what happened with the Jets. They got a couple of lucky plays, you know, deep balls to Kittle, you know. He bobbles it. Yeah, well, he bobbles it it and and barely gets a hold of it. Sure. And then they they can score 19 points, which is not (laughs) a lot of points. Now, what what else did you see? Our offense – played terribly and what it why is that because we we played them like how we played every other team not like how mike mccarthy is calling plays now with kellen moore it's run run pass run run pass and what you saw was a lot of three and outs so now with a weaker defense that isn't the staple of their team now that isn't that bruiser defense that we've seen in, in last year and, and in seasons past from them and a general that doesn't turn over the ball anymore, and a person who will just sit there and carve up, you know, Hufunga all day long. Because in all reality, you know, what what have we put? What has CD Lamb just put? CD Lamb has put it to one of the best secondaries in the league in in the Jets. Um, and uh, freaking Christian Gonzalez, like it wasn't even like the dude was there. You know, like Dak was throwing it on him all day long until he got hurt and everything like that. So, um, you know, in my opinion. I think with the lack of um, look, look at look at the Rams game. The Niners had a, a struggle with the Rams. They barely beat the Rams. And why is that? Because they had a good wide receiver with a quarterback who can throw under pressure and throw on. If you have a bad secondary, they'll carve you up. And what do the Niners have? They have a bad secondary. That is their weak point. So you're telling me that I have to. I've seen it already be, happen where we can lock down Christian McCaffrey. I've seen. Dan Quinn locked down Kyle Shanahan. What I, what I want people to start to realize is that the other staple, your staple is your run game and your D line. Boy, if our O line is healthy, 
who, who who's who we have the top rated uh, guard duo in the league. We have a Pro Bowl caliber center. Uh, we have a you know pretty solid right tackle and a future Hall of Fame uh, left tackle. So if everybody's healthy, what Javon Hargrave's going to piece up Tyler Smith? He, he's going to he's going to piece up Zach Martin, Tyler Biotish. Who's piecing up Tyron Smith? Because I really want to know. Your best bet is to go against Terrence Steele with Bosa, but even then we've seen that. And again, Bosa, not a factor. What I have seen, though, is your run game disappear and our D-line all over Brock Purdy. So that's why, to me, and and in my opinion, all the talks have been in the favor of the Niners and how great they are and how they're going to beat us. There's nobody saying the Cowboys are going to win. And we still feel that sting. You guys don't have that sting. You know, that's my point is like, and obviously you guys can hop in whenever because I'm kind of talking a lot, but you, they have, they didn't feel the sting of losing in the divisional round and in the wild card round two years in a row in, in the playoffs. We have that sting. We have that chip on our shoulder. So not only are we coming in with that, and you heard what Dak said in that interview about how it hurts and, and he appreciates that because we're going to use that. But boy, you know, Micah wants to win bad. We're gonna, we want to win and we want to win bad. And if we can play normally and not, how and not not adjust like Kellen Moore we could blow them out I genuinely think that because if we take away which I, I've seen it and I know we can take away Christian McCaffrey what do they have they have nothing mm. yeah I think Christian McCaffrey <clears throat> for me remains still the biggest threat um, like you just said the offense is pretty much running through him at this point not really downfield to Kittle anymore not really you know I mean when you when you when you have a weapon like McCaffrey he can catch balls out of the backfield too um, I think he – I want to say he scored a receiving touchdown yesterday. He, he scored over and over yesterday um, against Arizona, um, like a lot of teams will this year. Um, but uh, so, yeah, you know, you didn't learn anything new about McCaffrey yesterday. They pieced up a team they should have. We should have. We, you know, we're past that. But uh, – Cowboys can't stop the run. That's always the narrative, right? I mean, <clears throat> this is a this is a guy that that plays way better at that position than anyone we're going to face. Um, I I respect him a lot. I think he's really good. No, I, uh, I get and, and I get what you're saying. My point is is that I have seen how good yeah. he was last season, and that they didn't and I've utilize seen him, him yeah. become Houdini. In the biggest game of the of the of the playoffs, yeah, two uh, games in a row. So, so here, yeah, and two games we lost. You know, say what you want to about those no, I'm games against and, the Eagles too. Oh, okay, the fine. Playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that come on that game. No, I know, but what, 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 <laughs> my point is, is that <laughs> if, this, if this guy is a factor, if he's supposed to be incredible and a factor. Yeah. Then, then when why he, didn't he play quarterback when, in that, in no, that NFC Championship game? No, what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> it, it, I, I, he he isn't a factor to us mm-hmm. because Dan Quinn. I, I, people just gloss over this, especially in the in the main uh, sports analyst portion of the world. But Dan Quinn owns Kyle Shanahan. That doesn't mean that the Cowboys beat the Niners. The matchup, sure. What the, but what else I know is D'Amico Rhines owns kellen moore and what do we not ha- what do we both not have anymore right that's yeah. my point yeah f- fair enough but uh you know it's, it's for me it's like this man it's like 
if there's if there's no reason, and I'm talking about the last two year playoff games, right? If there's just no reason you shouldn't you shouldn't win, then just do it. Um, just freaking win, and uh, we're gonna, and and we haven't. Um, and I, you know, you know, you guys know me. I I I believe in those those bugaboos, right? I Philly is never going to beat the Cowboys where Dak Prescott start, start, uh, starts until they do. Hmm. Show me you can do it, and then I'll believe it. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys are never going to beat Rodgers until they do, right? You know, and we, we didn't get our chance this year. I do believe we would have carved him up this year. but And I know I know Dak won. He beat him up there his rookie season, um, 16. But other than that, he's just, you know, he just run through us in yeah. the playoffs in the regular season. And then, you know, and then this San Francisco thing has become a bit of a bugaboo. And here, here's what the, the most frustrating, the most hard to understand thing is, is yet yeah, both of those games, E, we should have won. We, we were better. It, it, it yeah. was, yeah, we were better. It's one of those things where, like, you look at it and at the end of it, you're like, so we lost, you know, the, the, yeah. the, it, uh, it was, but it was nothing that the Niners did that beat us it was Dak through interceptions and we could not get it going on offense that beat us it wasn't that they were sacking Dak all over the place it wasn't that uh, they shut down you know they were piecing up our defense we shut them down on offense and they just shut us down even worse on, on so and, and on the offense. only and the only thing we had to do was from there was win right so and and we failed to do both times so I, I, I respect this Christian McCaffrey guy. If you're telling me that because what we've seen in the past where he's a non-factor in this game, man, I, I find that hard to believe that they're not going to game plan for him. No, especially, I, I fully expect them to game yeah, plan. Yeah, because our only, our only weakness on defense, if we have one, is still the run. It is. Sorry. The guy that's supposed to shut down the run is still a rookie. He's still learning. Um, good, though. He's great. Real good. He's great. Hey, he's he's go, good. Go watch how good Mozzie played last uh, time we played them. Oh man, he was a big reason why. Uh, Mozzie, or not Mozzie? Yeah. Sorry, uh, Hankins. Hankins. Hankins was a was monster, un- unbelievable the versus the the Patriots, but the 49ers too. But I, I, I just wanted to say, you know who else, who you, else played? You, well, I'll, I'll I'll get right down to it. Yes, I do believe that there's a world where we lose this game, just like we've lost the last two to them. Um, very much so. Very much respect the 49ers. Very much respect Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I do think he'll try to throw some wrinkles at us that he's been that he's been tucking away for this one, you know. Yeah. Um, but so do I. So I do. So think, is well, Mike. So I, no doubt. No I, doubt. I wanna, no doubt. Whenever Steve well, is on, I guess yeah, go I got some stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, let's let's wrap it up. Um, I th- I think uh, I think we could win this game, and I'll I'll leave it at this. All right. I won't even really make a prediction. I, I think this is one of those games. I think this is where two gladiators get in the ring, and I really do think this comes down to who has the ball last, like it has for two straight years. Um, I know that the 12 second, the run to the middle of the field, and that whole weird thing, we may have had the ball last, but we literally ran out of time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, um, and then, you know, kind of last year, too. I mean, I really think we're going to see very, very simulated games of those two games. A very simulated game of those two games, um, and I, I really think this comes down to a chess match between uh, between uh, Kyle and Dan. Um, which Dan, I'm with you. Dan, yeah. Dan can adjust on Kyle. I mean, hey, look, if nobody. That's what it's going to come down to. Nobody, 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 
knows him like Dan Quinn. No one knows Kyle Shanahan like Dan Quinn. They were together for a long time, and no one knows him like him. He can shut him down. And I think that's our key to win. I I do think it's kind of a whoever – I really can see this being like 17-17 in the fourth quarter, right? And – and and it comes down to who, you know, what's kind of got us in the, I think it comes down to not Dan Quinn. I think it comes down to uh, Mike and Kyle and how they operate their, their two minute offenses at the yeah. end and, and are, you know, and yeah. I think, it, I think it could be Dak throwing for a win. So I'll say this, uh, whoever wins this game wins by like three or six or something like that. And I'll leave it at that. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so I mean, I think there's a lot that goes into this game. I think that I think a lot of things. First, like I said, this is this is a, a heavyweight two heavyweights in the league matchup, but I think the narrative is reversed. I think that we so far have shown that we are better than they are. I think that we have won more impressively. We have just been more dominant. Dak has played better than Purdy. I I get it. You know, Purdy has a lot of playmakers and they do a lot of cool things. But Dak has been lights out this year. Our defense has been better than theirs has. We should be the favorite. It should be flipped. I don't, I'm not saying it should be like we're the 10-point favorites. But we should, in my opinion, we should be the three-and-a-half-point favorites and not them. That's the first one. The second one, when I think about this game, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't think it's going to be like a huge blowout. But I do think we're going to win this game, and it's for a couple reasons. The first one, like Ethan's kind of been alluding to, Dan Quinn has kept them and their explosive offense in check twice in a row. I have no reason to believe he's not going to do it again with, in my opinion, even without Trayvon Diggs because of all the pieces that we have this year that we didn't have last year. I think this is a slightly better defense than we had at the end of last season because of all the injuries um, that we had. So I think that I have no reason to believe that Dan Quinn is going to come out with a slightly better defense against a pretty much the exact same offense and do the do exactly what he has done, which is hold them to basically nothing. I mean, last last game they scored 19 and they had the ball the entire game because our offense couldn't do anything. The second thing I reason the second reason I think we're going to win is because the reason we lost last year was because of our offense, and our offense this year is not the offense of last year. Our offense this year is night and day different. Last year, who did we have as a playmaker? We had CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard, and Tony Pollard goes down in the first, first what, quarter of the game? Yeah. And from then on, when we had Tony Pollard, we were moving the ball down the field. From then on, it was over. We, we, we could not adjust. This year, we have CeeDee Lamb. We have a, have a fully recovered Michael Gallup, who's already in the past two games been going off. We have Brandon Cooks, which I'm going to get to him in a minute. And we have Pollard back. Um, Ferguson has been showing out. And not only that, look at the O-line that we had the last time we played 49ers, the 49ers. And look at the O-line we have now. When we played the 49ers, we had Terrence Steele out for the year. We had uh, Tyron Smith out of position. And uh, we had McGovern in there. And we had Tyler Smith out of position. So we had like four of our five starters Right or or three out of our five, out of position, right? This year, hopefully, we're probably going to have a fully healthy offensive line. So, and not only that, hopefully, 
But we have it's week to week. (laughs) But yeah, this might be the one game we have everybody together. So you know, I'm I'm hoping. But not only that. So it's like okay, what I'm trying to say is Tyron will play and Zach won't. What I'm trying to say (laughs) is our weapons look look completely different this year. Can't just can't. Our O line looks completely different this time around, and our play calling looks completely different this time around. Okay, so we already know what to see. What we're probably going to see between Dan. And uh, um, Kyle Shanahan with that offense, because really it's pretty much the same, and we and, uh, as it was last time. But this is a completely the, the weakness of our team was our offensive coordinator and our offensive overall. Our our team was beat up at the end of the season, and we were going up against D'Amico Ryan, and that's not the case this year. Yeah. We they lost their strength, we lost our weakness, and 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 we've added in terms of number one being healthy to the offensive line, and we've added weapons. Um, that we didn't have last year. So I personally think that we're going to win this game. Is it going to be? I I do think it's going to be tough, just because they they are a tough team. I think their scheme and everything is still good. I think I think they have a good coach. He's going to manage the game well. But I do think we could win um, by. I think we're going to win by at least. I think at least six. I'm going to go with that. Um. And yeah, so I, I, I think, I th- and not only that, because I think another reason is because these dudes want this one. Yeah, they have been thinking about this one for so long. Mike thinks about you. These these guys it's are treating the opposite this like, of what happened in the Cardinals game. It's not yeah, a, yeah, oh, it's we're going to win this. Of that. We're not. We're going to win this. So no, no preparation. No, we're going to prep. We're going to be ready. Mike, Let's go. Mike views this. You know, he views this, and the team views this as a playoff game. And so I think we're going to give it our best shot. One thing that I'm going to say to look out for, my prediction, look out for Brandon Cooks in this game because one thing that I have noticed is, and Ethan could probably attest to this, when you go, when we looked in training camp, Brandon Cooks was getting the ball a lot more than he's been getting the ball this season. And he's not just these little short out routes that he's getting. He, I'm talking down the field. And yeah. so be on the lookout this game for some explosive plays from Brandon Cooks. Man, that would be awesome. Yeah. And, and because <laughs> I, th- so awesome. I think I think Mike might have been keeping some of those in his and sleeve. And we were because we're blowing people out. And we're not going to yeah. waste it even if we're losing on the Cardinals. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, I want to see like the T.Y. Hilton Houston. You know, I want to see one of those from Brandon Cooks. Eagles catch. Uh, Eagles but, catch. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, Eagles. exactly. Yeah, shout out Eagles. Uh, but, uh, but no, uh, but I, I, man, that, that's who Brandon Cooks is. And uh, just speaking about Brandon Cooks real quick, like he he broke down the huddle in the locker room yesterday after the game. I don't know if y'all caught that, but uh, not that he was here last year or anything. But he, you know, he did. He's very aware, right? He, everyone's been made aware that that wasn't around during those two games against San Francisco. And you know, Brandon Cooks comes into the huddle. You know, hey, everybody up, and he says something to the effect of, "Hey, great win, whatever." Um, the, you know, it's it's about this week. Let's have a great week. Let's have a good week of practice. Make every snap count at practice. And he says, "Hey, he goes, don't have anybody he, get he, injured." Well, for- he, you know, he's like, you know, he was like, stay focused on every snap this week in practice. And he, he's That's like, cool. y'all, he's like, y'all know what it is, you know. Yep. And uh, you know, he broke the team down or whatever. But you know, it's 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 clear. Hey. It's clear. And then after, <laughs> and then after Dax, and then after Dax, you know, press conference. Uh, after after the New England game, it's clear 
these guys want this and, back. And, and we kind of talked about it. We were like, oh, you know, Dak's supposed to say you, you could see immediately that that struck a nerve on Dak. Yeah, he's he up there that. doing starting franchise then, quarterback Because he did one of these things. Think, he did yeah. one of these. He was like, you know, yeah, you know, that person's good. Day in and day out, hardworking guy. Like every person, you know. <laughs> yeah. anybody, hey, what do you think about Mike McCarthy? Day in, day out, shows up. <laughs> yeah. Hardest working guy out there. What do you think about, uh, you know, the guy that works at McDonald's down the street, great guy, day yeah, in, day out, yeah. hardworking, <laughs> clock in, last person to clock Jerry's out. Jerry's over there going, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, but you know, he was doing that whole thing, and then the guy asks that stupid question, and he's like, you know, kind of like. You're trying to piss yeah, me off. I see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, but, hey, it, he got him early, and now uh, now it's more time to be pissed off and be thinking about this. But, you know, just to – because I don't uh, – you know, that's all I really give, had. Give, so Give your score predictions, and then we'll head out. Yeah, I mean, I already did, but I'll, I'll uh, what I'll do is I'll I'll wrap up by saying this: Do not, uh, Cowboys fans, I'm talking to y'all. It's we're going to beat them, and when we beat them, it's not going to be. Yep, yep, that's it. Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. No, it's still you're still going to see Stephen A. and Shannon and those kind of guys. Oh, for sure. Sh- yeah. uh, the biggest idiot on on TV. Um, yeah, still Rich- hadn't played the yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, Eagles. Richard Sherman, <laughs> that dude's a moron. You're going to hear these people say, you know, you. I thought you guys were supposed to beat the the Niners. It's Brock Purdy. He's he's the less. You know, somehow now Brock Purdy's going to suck, and he he's always supposed to have sucked because he. Uh, was the last pick in the draft. Stephen A. is going to say, this ain't the game we've been waiting on. Yeah, we've been waiting now on it's the gonna Philadelphia be Philly, game. And they're going to do the whole thing again, and they're going to say, well, I thought you guys were supposed to beat them. You should have beaten them by more. Uh, they have a, you know, you, you know, all this stuff. Somehow it's, we're still not going to be what, what we – we're still not going to get what we want to hear. But, hey, rest assured, if we beat this team, we're the best team in the – we're the best team in the NFL, and I think we will. So that's all I had. That's all we had, guys. Um we uh, hope you tune in to our Instagram uh, and tune in to the rest of the episodes on this channel. They're great. Uh, I hope you guys follow this our Instagram, and I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to see some more subscribing and some more comments and more some more likes and some more views on these episodes. So make sure you're tuning in. Um, yeah, we just this was all just food for thought. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, you can base your opinions on what you know. I'm kind of extreme. Steven's a little bit more conservative. I feel like, and Jacob's kind of in between. I'm, I'm beaten. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I've hey, been around a lot longer this, than y'all. This don't let anybody <laughs> fool you, man. St- stick with the culture. Ride with the culture. Uh, we're setting the tone for the season. Uh, we them boys, baby. Even though I never say that because I hate when people say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know we're a beast. But uh, we'll see y'all later. Peace. Yeah. Shout out Mac Jones. Roll Tide. <laughs> Peace. Roll tide.